What it do, what it do, what it do. It's your girl, Jess. Just be real. And welcome back for another episode of Just Be Real Podcast. Today's episode is super insightful. And of course, I'm going to touch a boundary where people don't like to go. Yeah, I'm going there today. Why? Because it's Just Be Real Podcast and we just keep it real here. So, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Well, hey there, great people. Fam, bam, what's going on? Yes, today we're back with a lighter note. I know the last episode was pretty intense. From the feedback I got, it really helped and kind of connected with a lot of people. So I'm happy that did, you know, reflect what I accomplished that mission. Um, I know right here where I'm at right now, it's raining. So this is sleeping weather. So my black behind thought, get up now, get this podcast done because you know your black ass going to want to go back to the bed. So that's what I'm going to do. So, but I had to, you know, provide y'all with this great content. So let me go ahead and do such. Um, But as I stated, this is going to be a podcast episode that may be a trigger for most. Um, I'm going to step in some areas where people don't like to go. But you know what I say on air, let's keep it real. So I will be doing as such. So we know that most of the times it's been... And it's been coming on and been a reflection of something that's been happening for me for a while where I've been getting so many, I guess, little hints that I should talk about this on the podcast. So I'm just going to set effort. Let me just talk about it. Um, We all have had a situation where we've had an ex. Everybody has an ex. It's a matter of where your ex falls in the category. Um, But that's a topic people never want to discuss, but have so much commentary, but never deep delve into what we need to discuss. So I'm going to do that today. So today's topic is all in all in the context. Yes, all in the context. When you guys finally see this and it comes up on your Spotify or your Apple podcast, you will see exactly the emphasis that I will be inflecting on this title. So let's get real. All right. So as you all know, especially in music, it's been a common trend to have at least one song where you're discussing the ex. Maya, what you going to do? Case of the ex. You have I Wish I Missed My Ex by Mahalia. You have X by Kiana Lede. Faded Pictures, you know, Joe and Case. And it's always that even with all these ex songs, with their context, they all give a different message of what they feel towards their ex. Um... You know, there's even I Hate You So Much Right Now. I keep forgetting the title at the present moment, but Khalees, like, um, exes are just something that happened. But how do we take from these exes and where do we fall as a person in the relationship where we play our part to cause our own demise in that relationship? Because you're somebody as somebody's ex, too, as much as they're your ex. Most I'd be like, oh, if y'all ask me, I don't got no exes, blah, blah, blah. But that's only because in reality, what the real tea is, y'all don't want to go ahead and deep delve into that real self-hurt. Yeah, it's self-hurt because y'all hurt on some past traumas or triggers, whether it be from family members, whether it be from friends, where you don't want to go ahead and really be vulnerable. So you probably have this wall up and there's probably the shield of trying to protect yourself from something that's not really there. In reality... You play your own demise and why you become an ex to somebody and somebody becomes an ex to you. I say this with experience because it took a while for me to realize, bitch, 
you have exes, but you're somebody's ex too. And you're probably somebody's pain in the ass as well. And you played a part in the reason why y'all broke up. When I learned that I was self-sabotaging and part of my reign reasons why my, a lot of my relationships were not being successful because I had my own inner child work, my own reflections of self that I was looking at, my own traumas that I had yet to address where you were, they always say you can't really address or be with somebody unless you address yourself, which is why people always try to recommend when you get out of a relationship, take your time to reflect and deep look into self because Normally, you'll figure out where you played your part and figure out why you played your part and how it affected you in your relationship. Most of the time, it's our old, I guess, like I said, childhood traumas or situations. But in reality, we just don't be knowing that that's the case. So I even seen a quote on Instagram that discussed something like, we dig, we, uh, poke our own holes in our ships because we're so used to having to make it sync with self-sabotage that we're not used to ha- we're not accustomed to having smooth sailing something along those lines and it's pretty obvious because sometimes we do dig our own holes in our ships whether it be friendships relationships mainly is what we're talking about um, and this even applies to exes as an ex-friend. So we are going to say friendships and relationships um, as in romantic relationships where we play our part in our own demise. I'm going to keep saying that. Um, So we dig holes and sink our own ships where we let water come in and flood and then be like, yo, the world in reality, because of what we know it, whether we're looking at relationships where we've seen our parents, whether they've had a toxic relationship or have encountered where we've seen them go butt to butt head and see, you know, verbal abuse is okay because my dad doesn't not even known as verbal abuse. But you go ahead and inherit that trait thinking it's okay because that's something that you picked up as an, uh, you know, a trait from watching as growing up watching your parents do. You know, um, whether it be physical, you watch your father beat your mom. You say, oh, I'm not going to be that guy and I'm not going to be the woman. And whole time you end up being that guy because you don't realize that a lot of your anger is from your own self wounds or your own wounds that you ain't even addressed. So as soon as somebody do something that's a trigger, it's automatically setting the fuse. But you're not trying to look at the, the deeper into understanding of where you where you're messed up at. You just ready to point the finger and go ahead and deflect and displace that anger on who you're in a relationship with. But it all comes full circle. But it all comes as well with self-awareness. And I think that's something that we also forget to not acknowledge is self-awareness. Where are we at within ourselves to be able to know like, yo, I'm really ready for a relationship? Because as we know, all of us come with some type of baggage. Ain't nobody in this damn world walking around where they ain't got no baggage. We've all been through some shit. We've all experienced some shit. We've all had shit that we've experienced that was out of our control. But it's upon us as individuals, as Amanda Seals always says, like I say all the time, we are each other's business, but it comes deeper. When, when, with that being said, it does come deeper because when we're each other's business, even when you jump into friendships or romantic relationships, that you have to understand who you're dealing with. And the thing is, sometimes what we do that we don't know, know we do subconsciously is when somebody expresses to us their past and what they've been through, a lot of us use it as, a, uh, as ammo to pull that trigger to try to bring that person down when we're, you know, in a situation within ourselves to try to get them to feel the hurt that we're hurting. Because hurt people hurt people. Let's be honest, people. That's really what it is. Hurt people hurt people. So if you don't know how to be able to maintain and control that hurt, You'll forever be shooting unnecessary ammo and guns like an AK-47 just nonstop, just going, having no aim, no target, just out here. And then what happens? You run out of bullets and then what are you just doing? Left with self. Is it worth it? 
it ain't. So let's really get let's let's get a little deeper. So I've seen things on Twitter when it's like I can't be friends with my ex. I can't, you know, there's no such thing as being friends with an ex. And I beg to differ. Um, and I beg to differ. And again, this is all just my experiences. I'm not speaking for nobody else. I'm just sharing my experiences. And y'all are more than welcome to contact me and we can have an open dialogue. I've had that on several occasions too with people about my podcast. Where we have open dialogue where we can discuss it because that's what this is here for, the open dialogue. Let's let's talk. Let's communicate. So if you want to hop in the DMs of Be Real Relations, let's talk about it. If you want to hop in my messages for y'all who know me personally, let's talk about it. I feel you can be friends with an ex. And I say that because if for me, I build a lot of my relationships off friendship or off the fact of energy. Um, if your energy gives me a high vibration or if we have a friendship where we have an understanding, where we understand each other, I feel like that even as an ex, no matter how the cookie crumbles with our relationship, I feel like there's always a room for reconciliation for us to go back to where we started, which was that original friendship. Um, now, correction, there are two motherfuckers I would never befriend again because it's just so much to that layer of hurt that's not even on my part, but just it's a character flaw. Like, it's really who you are as a person. And I don't rock with it. And you pretty much pull the wool over my eyes to make me see something that you weren't. Because that's what niggas do, too. I'm going to sit here and play this part as being this nigga. And in reality, you don't know that I'm the devil. But you'll find out later. Well, let me just reel you in real quick. Been there. Done that. Um, So that happens as well. And it's like they're not the authentic selves. And that brings me to the point of... When somebody is genuine and gives you them genu- their genuine self to you in the beginning, it's not going to be a surprise to me if we're able to reconcile in the end and become friends again. Because you pretty much showed me who you were in the beginning as you being, you know, human. We all have flaws. We all have faults. We all grow. Um, we all change. So I feel like if we all change, like people always say, like, yo, I'm changing constantly. I'm able to be a better me on a regular basis. Like each day I'm striving to be better. We all say this, but at the same time, we have a double standard because let it be a friend. You're willing to go ahead and be like, yeah, you know what, girl, let's try to make this work. You know, we got a real established friendship when it comes to an ex is fuck that. I'm not even going to take the time. But why do you not give the same leniency, grace and space to an ex as you would a friend? They're still a human, just like your friend. Like, and that's what we also do in relationships, too. So quick to cut the cord. But don't realize that this person's just a person too. They just have a different level of intimacy with you as opposed to just a friendship. It's a romantic relationship. So I didn't come to terms with this until I got older and literally took three years to myself. No type of booze, no bays, no nothing. Just really just chilled and like really self-reflected and took time to see where I played my part in my relationships. And as I was always saying to myself, I grow better day after day or, you know, I'm not the same person I was a year ago or things can change in a year. You have to give that same grace to an ex because your ex is not the same person they were when y'all were dating. Like my my exes, my ex from freaking high school. Talk to me now. That was 18 years ago. My 12 year old me is not me at 30. My ex from college my 19-year-old me is not my 30-year-old me. You know what I'm saying? So even as right now, as my 26-year-old me is not my 30-year-old me. My 27-year-old me is not my 30-year-old me. There were some things that probably forced me to level up mentally, emotionally, 
And, you know, spiritually for me to not be that same person and maybe that lesson of how our relationship was, was exactly what I needed to be able to level up. So why not give that same grace and reconciliation that you do for yourself? Be kind to yourself like you want to be kind to others. Like do the give the same give the same energy. So I know for me, I've been given grace by a couple of my exes where I've had the opportunity to not say right my wrongs, but take take accountability for my actions. And that's a big part. You know what I'm saying? Like not saying you can't be friends with an ex at all, but I feel like accountability is a major part in being friends or coming to terms to build that friendship back to where it was to to get that trust back to elevate in that level of friendship um because if without accountability if you taking your ownership of where you played in that part and you're still pointing the finger 24 7 at that other person that, oh well so-and-so did this well so-and-so cheated okay well so-and-so cheated but what were you doing for so-and-so to feel they had to cheat well, so-and-so was this. Okay, well, since so-and-so was that, did you ever ask who, what so-and-so was going through at the moment to make them feel like they couldn't trust you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be effective communication. It has to be accountability. And if they're, let's say, for instance, infidelity, that person has to take their ownership of what they did playing that part in infidelity. If it was um, abuse, that person has to take their part of, you know, I've been making strides to go to therapy. I've been making strides to go to anger management. Same thing like they do with a, a drug user. They might be clean, you know what I'm saying, for so many years, but they had to take them 12 steps to get there. Nothing happens overnight. And I think that's what it is when it comes to friendships with an ex. People expect it to be like automatically negative because that's probably where y'all left off was negative. Or it might be something where it was amicable, but there's still some ill feelings because there's still some hurt there where you're just like, damn, you really hurt my feelings. But instead of saying that, you out here like, well, fuck exes. I'll never be friends. Yeah, that's a lot of y'all. And I'm talking about a lot of y'all because I've seen a lot of y'all tweet about it and y'all know who y'all are. Build a bridge and get the fuck over it. Do your own work because clearly you got your own demons that you're still not trying to motherfucking address. Period. So I don't understand what the real issue is um, with being friends with the ex. Because if they weren't an ex, you would be friends with them. And regardless, if they didn't have no emotional ties on a romantic level. Um, most people I know have said they've been friends with the ex. It's always like they're friends with the ex because it's intimate where they're like fuck buddies. Some people are like that. I feel like as you get older and you do like, again, more self-awareness, self-reflection, excuse me, um, being a fuck buddy is not something you're trying to do because again, I'm big on, on energy. That's a soul tie. If it's a soul tie I once had and I was able to break free from, I'm not trying to rekindle that shit again, especially not knowing the intentions of where you're coming from. And we haven't had that conversation. I want no parts because I don't know who the hell you were dealing with after me and what spirits and energies they gave you from whatever soul tie they fucking had that I'm not trying to have be a part of me. Yes. Soul ties can transfer. Just like energy. You fuck Bob. Bob was an abusive motherfucker or he was a drunk. And this nigga is who you fucking and you you just sitting here, you know, messing around. But Bob's also fucking Michelle and Michelle's some whore from Gun Hill Road. And if y'all from the Bronx or from New York, I know what I'm talking about. From Gun Hill Road. But that bitch giving her fucking shit to Tom, Dick and Harry and anybody because she's paying her way to live her life and maintain. And you don't know nothing about it. And now you come back around because you know no longer dealing with Bob and you want to come deal with me and me and you ain't had no relations in over eight years. Oh, nah, nigga. Not happening. 
Not today, not the one. Because now you have endless soul ties that you're trying to give to me. I don't know if y'all watch Lovecraft Country, but y'all ever seen the Five Tail Fox, that episode with like the Asian woman, the Korean woman, pretty much where she goes in, sees people's souls and pretty much fucks them to the point where they literally explode. That's how I be feeling when I just be dealing with like, yo, if you were ex, what you come with and what strides have you made and what accountability can you take and what can where we have that dialogue where I can be like, yo, I'm rocking with it. And yeah, I trust you enough or we can rebuild this trust where I know my soul tie is not going to be tainted because I'm trying to keep all infractions out of my life. So that fuck my situation, I don't really condone it. I'm not here for it. I feel like if y'all really had deep feelings for each other, it's not going to just be a fuck buddy situation. It's going to become romantic, but I feel like it's going to cloud and blur a line if y'all haven't had that discussion where it's going to be like a territorial situation where you're going to feel like you're entitled to something that you're not because technically that person is still single just as much as your ass is single. But because y'all had that emotional bond that was just unbreakable, it's going to be boundaries that you pretty much going to be asking for the milk and the cow, but you're not entitled to the cow, but you're getting the milk. Nah, I don't have time for that. Situationships, that's pretty much what it becomes. A situationship. It ain't worth it because then you're going back to the same bullshit with the same headaches because y'all never had that conversation to have a mutual understanding and consensus to know where y'all stand. Is it worth it? Nah, not to me. Um... And that, and I feel like that's where the controversy comes into play as well. Um, only to say that because, again, there's blurred lines. There's gray areas. I'm a person. I'm more black and white. I either, like for me with my exes, there's one of them that I have a relationship or relations with where it's strictly acquaintance and a cordial. We don't text. We don't talk. We follow each other on social media. I may like a picture from time to time. Outside of that, there's not much there. Like, it is what it is. I have an ex that I want nothing to do with. I mean absolutely fucking nothing. Which means you stay on your side of wherever the fuck you at and not stay on the side wherever the fuck I'm at. I have an ex where I still have... Well, we'll get to that. There, there's, there's a friendship that we have there and I respect it highly and I respect them where we've had that conversation of mutual understanding where we can pretty much be friends. And it's where I understand you, you understand me, you took accountability, I took accountability and I respect you for it. And I'm gonna give you the same grace and space I gave to myself when I know I did you wrong, the same way that you know you did me wrong, I'm gonna give you the same opportunity to reconcile. And that's where it's at. So that's where we fall into the different categories. We have these different type of exes. You have an ex that's an example. You have an ex that's an experience. An ex that's the exorcist. An ex that's an extension. An ex that's a full exit. And then you have the ex that's extraordinary. So let's go a little deeper and break these down. Because I know you're like, Jess, what the hell are you talking about? All these different categories. But this is really what it comes down to when we're talking about exes. Because we not every ex falls in the same category. Even though we try to group them. They really don't all fall in the same category. So we got to take some time to break it down. So the ex, that's an example. This might be the ex where y'all had a breakup and it might be a situation where God was like, I'm going to have this person in your life for them to show you something. And once y'all are done, that pretty much was what it was for. They served their purpose. It was pretty much a relationship for you to have a better understanding of yourself and to learn what you don't want 
in the future for your relationships. I feel like each one of us have all at some point in time had that example X. Whether it be a puppy love from childhood, from a preschool crush, or it be an example from a high school love, um, college, or even now as adults, like we have the, that example X. Sometimes our example X don't come until we get older because we're just so infatuated with the idea of love. We kind of get full, you know, blinded about the fact of the purpose of what they're here for. So you have the example X. Then you have the experience X. Where it's kind of like the example X, but more of an experience as in the relationship fell apart and y'all kind of with y'all separate ways, but the experience within itself wasn't that bad. Like y'all kind of were amicable. Like this just ain't working. You, we're not seeing eye to eye. You're in a different space. I'm in a different space. Let's just agree to go our separate ways. The experience in itself could have went ahead and flourished any further, but because y'all didn't want to waste each other's time and kind of felt it was going anywhere and felt like the work was at its peak, it plateaued. So y'all just like, you know what? You still my homie. We still cool. Let's just so happen if we come back down the line because we've had had that amicable, amicable conversation and that consensus and mutuality, maybe down the line if we cross paths again and you're in a different space and I'm in a different space, then maybe we might reconnect to have this experience flourish even further than what it was and be better than before. So that's what I feel like is the experience X. Then you have the dun, 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 exorcist. Yes, the exorcist, which a lot of y'all be out here trying to paint y'all exes as exorcists. Some of y'all, I really know some of y'all exes and they really are the exorcists. And some of them like, nah, you just dragging it because you still hurt. Like, just a minute, you butt hurt, my G. The exorcist. The exorcist is that ex who's literally from fucking hell. They made your life a living hell the entire time you were in a relationship. You pretty much felt like you were a dented can of beans and felt like your worth wasn't good for nothing else but to be with them so nobody else would want you. And they pretty much brainwashed, manipulated, and kind of forced you to kind of be in that relationship without you subconsciously knowing that you were stuck in some shit that you could have stepped out of. Exactly. The exorcist. Head turning, back bending, fucking venom spewing ex. The one that had never had good intentions, who pretty much seen you and don't want nobody else to have you. So they're trying to have a hole and a vice grip on that ass. And in reality, like the relationship wasn't shit. The relationship was pretty much a either a rebound, a scapegoat, a, 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 a notch under their belt, a, a trophy, a control for them to just say, yo, I had her or I had him. And this is where it's at. Like, legit, that's what it is. Like, there's no silver lining to it. Y'all had the the honeymoon okey-doke in the beginning where everything was good because why? They gave you, they were sold you, they were wolf in sheep's clothing and sold you this false reality, false ideology if there's going to be this perfect relationship or they're going to be this chivalrous person or they're going to be all about you and show so much love. But love to them was toxicity. Which they knew because they were well aware of the toxicity because they know what they're doing. They're manipulative. They know how they operate. But the fact that's the most dangerous motherfucker, a motherfucker who knows they can control and knows that they're manipulative and knows the capabilities of what they can do to the extent to break you down in the process for you to feel like you need them. You can't live life without them. That's a dangerous motherfucker. 
And I feel like women are more capable of being that exorcist ex than a nigga. But then again, it's even playing fields because niggas are just as capable. It's just that for females, it's more emotional. As niggas, it's more physical. That's how I feel. But I feel that emotional connection where a female can kind of like fuck with your mind and make you think one thing and do another is a little bit more dangerous and more venomous than a nigga who's out here slinging and danging his dick everywhere. And ah. Again, never mind. That's subjective. I'm going to leave that for y'all. Well, we can discuss it. Like I said, it's open dialogue. But I feel like that's the exorcist. That's that one ex is kind of like, my nigga, I couldn't even be friends with you if I tried. I wouldn't even, I would take your apology, but if you was on fire, I fucking wouldn't even spit on your ass. Like, that's how deep it is. Because it's just like, you've broken me down so much and damaged me so much to the fact that I lost my self-worth and I lost myself in this relationship. So where now I have to rebuild myself and rebuild everything that I pretty much knew was instilled in me to know better and do better, but I settled for your ass. And I fucking disappointed myself for disrespecting myself by allowing the shit that you did to me and making it think it was okay for you to still fucking be around. And that's the ex, that's the exorcist. You have the ex that's the extension. Now, it might be the ex that's the on and off, on and off, because y'all don't want to have that conversation and letting each other go, but y'all still out here doing y'all thing. A situationship with too many situations is what I call it. So the ex that's the extension is y'all extending a relationship because y'all don't want to let each other go. Now, they're not like the exorcist ex. Y'all don't want to let each other go. Because y'all feel like there's something there that can still work and build towards something, but y'all know it's dead, but y'all don't want to let it go. And that's either on one person's end or both parties end. Y'all are extending something that doesn't need to be extended. So in this extension of a relationship where God already extended you to, to the point where you're supposed to be done, where it expired, <laughs> you see all these X words where it expired, the extension at this point is pretty much no longer needed. Like when you call a place, they're like, well, type in the extension that of the party you're trying to reach. You have a global understanding. Like I like when you dial a, a 1-800 number, a global or a general number you're, you're able to attach to anybody, which is pretty much what you're doing. But that one extension, when you dial that 9180480 to, to Damien, Damien, you have access directly to Damien because you have his direct line and his extension. But the whole time, you still got that 1-800 number where you're still trying to find in the directory what fits for you. Uh-uh. Not healthy. Why do it to yourself? Why, why put yourself through that torture mentally and emotionally? Giving it may work, but it's going to work but for so long. It's an extension of something that's not even worth extending. Let it go, boo. Let it go, beloved. It's not worth it. So that's the X, that's the extension. Then you have the X, that's the full exit. Full exit means completely, it was one-sided. That X was like, boom, I'm done with you. You got to take what I'm giving you and I'm done. In those situations, it's always tough. And I say it's tough because when you have one person who is ready to just cut all ties and be done and you don't really get a chance and you're still in the relationship, it kind of messes with your mind because you're like questioning yourself. What, what did I do? What could I have done differently? It's that should have, could have, would have mentality. In all hindsight, it was never you. It really was them. So when not people be like, oh, that whole line of it wasn't you, it was me. When you get to that awareness of self, it really be them and it's not you. 
Like, it really be them. Like, they know their own demons where they really make that full exit out your life because either A, they're respected enough to not drag you along with them, or B, they're a coward where they don't want to address it and they kind of just want to just back out and just get it over with rather than sitting here and having to address it and make that conversation be vocal. And have that effective conversation because they don't want to go ahead and have your emotions get involved where you sway them to where it becomes an extension. Y'all following me? Am I going too fast? So when they go ahead and make that full exit, which means, baby, I'm done. Like where they have the exit signs, when you be on the plane, they be like, you have an exit to your right, an exit to your left, and an exit behind just in case of emergencies. You're their emergency. That plane is crashing. They're jumping ship the whole time. You don't know that they're jumping ship, but they've been plotting this whole time because they got their life vest on ready to jump in that ocean if that plane is still flying and it's on its decline. Oh, yes, honey. You're not aware of it, but they've been preparing. Like how they say with females, we have normally have a nest egg. You will give you several warnings to let you know there's some things we want you to fix in a relationship. We'll give you several warnings to have those conversations to let you know there's something that we're not in agreement with in this relationship that we just really need to be on a mutual consensus. When you don't pay attention and keep doing the same fuck shit, best believe in the process we are building someplace else. I'm giving y'all a gem here, sir, um, guys out there. We are building towards something else where we're putting our nest egg and slowly taking piece by piece from that nest and building elsewhere. So when we make that full motherfucking exit, oh, best believe you're not going to find us. You're not going to know where we are. You're not going to know where we live. And trust me, all contact will be a C and D. Cease and desist. Yes, that's it. That's all. The fat lady sung and we are completely done. For y'all niggas, it's more so I'm a cut ties because... I know I ain't good for her. And I know I'm out here I'm out here doing wrong by her and I'm running the fucking streets. But I don't want to tell her that because I don't want to hurt her feelings because I'm not man enough to have that conversation. So let me just cut ties and just tell her some bullshit so I can go ahead and do whatever. Or let me just do some fuck shit. That's what y'all do too. Let me do some fuck shit to give her reason to make for her to be the one to cause the full exit to happen. Because I ain't man enough to do it my goddamn self. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it is. But that full exit really be on some damn. It's like that. And you really be sitting there. That's when you be crying with the ugly cry for days at a time. Females, that be us first. Crying with the ugly cry days at a time. Listen to all that sad music. And you keep replaying it because that hurt didn't hurt as much the first time you listened to the track as it did the second time. You be in your own world. Niggas, it takes y'all a little bit longer. Y'all mad wait like five, six, seven months until somebody comes to you and they be like, yo, I seen Felicia with um Rashawn and you know, they on their Instagram and they send you a picture and I was like, oh damn, she really got over me. Yeah, nigga, the fuck you supposed to stay here and wait for you? Like the fuck you think this is? You think you Prince Akeem and this is fucking coming to America? I think the fuck not. So y'all take a little bit longer when y'all want to be crying over us. And at that point, we done leveled up, got a new job, got a new crib, got a new house, got a new car, got new everything. New me, every, new me on everything, baby. New me on everything. New apartment, new lifestyle, new mentality, new spirituality, new everything where it has nothing to do with you because all you did was make me have to level up and I did it without you, boo. So now that you see I'm there. You're like, damn, I wish I still had that nick. I think the fuck not. So that's that full exit. Okay. This is the one that applies to me where I say the ex that's extraordinary. Yes. 
So as I was telling y'all, I have, you know, one of my exes, we have a friendship. And I feel my ex is extraordinary. Um, and I say that because I feel my ex is extraordinary because I just feel like there's... Y'all ever had the situation where it was y'all were the right people for each other, but it was the wrong time? But y'all were the wrong people at that wrong time? If it's making sense? Like, y'all were right for each other, but the timing wasn't the best. But I feel like the timing where y'all met was perfect because y'all kind of had that establishment to know y'all were meant for each other. But the people y'all needed to be for each other and for yourselves was the wrong people too at that time. So it took time and self-work for y'all to literally be apart to come together. Um, I know for me, it took some time for me to really reflect and be a part to kind of come together. Um, where I've had the situation with an ex where I had to be a part to come together because it's kind of like, damn, I really fucked up, fucked you up emotionally. Oh, look, I can't even talk. I really fucked you up emotionally. Like, I really gave you some scars and wounds that you really didn't deserve, all because I was insecure myself. All because I had my own wounds that I was pretty much hurting you in the process because you were pretty much an easy target. And if I can't take it out on nobody else, since you're here, I'm going to take it out on you. Um, I know for me, I was a toxic ex. Um, I've mentioned this before where my own past of my traumas, I displaced in my relationship. And instead of communicating my hurt, I would do some outlandish shit like say my ver verbally... I can say I was abusive. Like verbally, I was, I would say some off the wall wild shit. Like some shit that was unnecessary to say that if you, if words could cut, I'd be fucking, it'd be a homicide. I'm telling y'all, um, where it was pretty much me upset with myself because I wasn't letting go of hurt and pain that I had from my parents and their relationship. And my relationship with my parents and me not being open with myself. Like a lot of my demise I've learned in my relationships with a lot of my exes, um, except for especially with this extraordinary ex, um, was I wasn't comfortable with me. Like y'all heard the episode of LGBTQIA, you know, let's get back to questioning, including allies, where I was open about my sexuality and my coming out. It didn't take until this year in January, like I stated before, um, with my mom having the conversation of me being bisexual, where I really felt like I was being so open and real with myself. And in whole time, I was pretty much having the door open, but afraid to step out of the closet. Like the door was open, but I wasn't open with myself and being honest with myself because I was trying to uphold a stigma that my mom that if I didn't, if I wasn't what she wanted, which is to be, if I'm bisexual, I would be disappointing her. And it was hurting me in the long run because I wasn't being true to self. And instead of me acknowledging that and being real and facing that demon, I would take it out on my exes. And that's exes, females, and niggas. I would take them out on them because I'm like, y'all gonna feel the hurt I'm feeling. If I gotta sit here and suffer, you gonna suffer with me. But I would do it in a way that would be semi kind of manipulative, like sneaky as fuck like reel you in give you words wound you and then before you know it it's like well damn this is i'll tell you what you're coming with i'll tell you the baggage now don't get me wrong i ain't the exorcist i'll tell you the baggage that's coming into the situation 
but I would use that shit to my advantage to kind of have you like cater to me and be a brat and like manipulate the situation where it's all about me, 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 when the relationship's about we, 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 we. Because you got your shit too. And I would really bypass it. I would acknowledge it, but I wouldn't comprehend it. And like they say, people are only as good from the level of where they understand. And I only understood from a level of hurt. I didn't understand from a level of compassion and understanding. So with this extraordinary ex, I feel like it took time for me to have to realize where that was um, in that situation. Because at the same token, like I played my part. They had their own situation as well. Um, but see, the, the, the blessing in that was with an extraordinary ex, y'all can have the conversation years later and really sit down. And that accountability is there. And on both ends. And y'all really understand and see, like, yo, we did each other wrong. It ain't no wrong greater than the next. The same way they'd say with sins. Ain't no sin greater than the next. Ain't no wrong greater than the next. I fucked up. I probably damaged you a little bit. I damaged you. You fucked up. You damaged me. We damaged each other. And we most of all damaged ourselves and weren't fair to ourselves for allowing us to do this to not just each other, but to ourselves. And that's something that's not common um, to have an extraordinary ex. Um, I feel like my extraordinary ex can't be touched. And I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but this is like me being real dead ass with y'all. Like my extraordinary ex is definitely one for the books. Um, my ex is somebody I truly cherish and have always had mad love for. Um, that never left. Um, my ex is somebody who I feel is a great friend, a great support system that forces me to level up. Like my ex is trying to build a conglomerate. I'm trying to build a conglomerate. Listen, if we both bring in tables to each other, baby, if we walk away, we walking away where we came into our empires. And that's quite all right. And why? Because we know that we're, we're, there's a, it's an equally yoked situation mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I feel like now that we're saying the extraordinary ex, that's the extraordinary ex, it comes to the point of where I say, there's pros of being friends with your ex and there's cons of being friends with your ex. But that's only for you to determine because in reality, I don't know who needs to hear this, but um, nobody can attest to that relationship but you and the other party. Yes, y'all might have told friends stuff. Yes, y'all might have told family members stuff. Y'all might have told your mom. Y'all might have told your dad. You might have told, you know, Billy at the 7-Eleven. And it's always going to be one-sided unless it's both parties having a mutual person who's listening to both sides to make that, that, that you know, congruent understanding to make their own, you know... I guess you can say conclusion to what our relationship is, but even they don't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't know by John B is really a real life thing. Like they don't know about this here. They don't only you and I know what really happened in our relationship and only you and I can be the ones to attest. Can we be friends or can we not be friends? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, you got to know those pros and cons because only y'all know what happened in y'all relationship. So no matter who feels what, Fuck them. You got one life to live, so live it. So my me saying that is saying, if you have an ex and y'all friends and y'all strictly just friends, be friends. Fuck what somebody else say. 
If you have an ex and y'all not friends and they feel like y'all should be friends and their parents still want y'all to try to be together and y'all know that that shit is going nowhere and not worth your energy, fuck them. Don't be friends. If you have an ex where you feel like there's a soul tie, but it's a, a common consensus where y'all have an agreement where y'all want to just be sexual partners or just have that soul tie where it's sexual and the emotions are there and y'all both can handle it, fuck it. Do you. If you have an ex where y'all had a past and then y'all ended off rocky and y'all ended up coming back together and it's better than what it was before with the whole thing of if you love something, set it free. If it comes back to you, it's truly yours. Fuck it. That's your business. Pretty much I say this to say that. Do what the fuck you want to do because it's your life and somebody going to talk regardless. So you might as well do it and be happy in the process. And as long as you happy, that's all the fuck that matters. Because nine times out of ten, the niggas that's trying to either deter you or have so much opinions about it, they shit ain't clean and it stinks and it's right behind them, but they trying to smell your shit instead. <laughs> Period, poo. That's it. So I feel like if y'all have the understanding there's no clouding and there's no gray areas and y'all are black and white and y'all really being honest and transparent with each other, exes can be in your life. They can be in your life, whether it be an acquaintance, a friend, a confidant, or they become your lover again. An ex can be in your life. Um, some exes are meant to be left in the past. I will say that. They really are a example and they are supposed to be expired. And that was it. Their time was up. Um, I personally feel exes really can change. I know I've changed and I'm somebody ex. I'm not the same person I was that my ex dated, one of my exes dated eight years ago. I'm not the same person I was when my, one of my exes that dated me seven years ago. I'm not the same person one of my exes dated me four years ago. Like, there's so much that changes on a daily basis. And like, like we said, so much stuff can change in a year. I can change in a year. I can, I'm changing daily because there's something I'm fighting or trying to do better each day. So I feel like exes can change. If you can change as a person, that means your ex can change. But stop looking at them as an ex and look, them as, look at them as an individual or a person trying to strive for better just as much as you are. Space and grace, people. Space and grace. Um, and if y'all understand the downfall of the relationship or where everything went wrong and crumbled... There's no reason why y'all can't be friends because everybody makes mistakes. And some people probably are remorseful to the fact of how the, the, the downfall of the relationship or what caused the downfall of that relationship. Normally, nine times out of ten, if you have the right ex, there's remorse. And if there's remorse and, you know, accountability and you can acknowledge that, there's no reason why y'all can't be friends. I personally feel, but that's just me. Again, I'm different. Maturity level is up there. So it's it's all about maturity and communication. People only communicate and can comprehend from what they from from the level that they own. So I've learned to, I've learned that the hard way. Um exes can generally be friends. And I, I feel a major part of my reason why I can be friends with my ex is because of therapy. Like I'm gonna be dead ass with y'all. It's therapy. Therapy has given me the tools to know where I lack and where I need to self, you know, self reflect and clean up some of my stuff where I'm like, yo, if you going to do this, know what's entangled, but, but never going with expectations. Another X word, never going with expectations. Never expect that your ex is still going to have feelings for you. Never expect that when y'all have that reconciliation, that there's going to be a pickup where we left off. 
Never expect that just because your ex is reaching out, it's going to be something negative. Never expect that because y'all are friends that y'all are not going to be, y'all couldn't be more than friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like never going with expectations. I personally feel like just like the vibe do is do the talking for you. Like the energy will speak for itself. Energy never lies. People do. So if your ex is really coming with the intentions just to try to fuck you, you'll know that energy. If your ex is coming with the intentions to reconcile, you'll know that energy. If your ex is coming where y'all still got feelings for each other and it's mutual and y'all know that it's something where y'all kind of want to just see where it can go, you'll feel that energy. The frequencies will be there. So I feel therapy has allowed me to know that I can have an authentic relationship with any of my exes, minus two. Or anybody I've had relationship relations with, even in friendships, um, ex-friendships, I can be cordial. We, I don't trust you. We can't be friends because it's something that's a character flaw. Now, that's the difference. If you have a character flaw where you're still doing the same shit you were doing when I fucking made the exit, there ain't no way we going to be friends, Slim. Ain't no way. But if I can see how you handle situations were different, where that character flaw used to be able to be displayed. And now I see like, yo, you're handling situations differently and your approach is a, a lot more healthier. Oh, yeah. Let's let's go ahead. We can make this thing rock out. So don't all of y'all assume that all of y'all exes still love y'all because they don't. Some of y'all was dusty. Some of y'all were mistakes in their minds. Some of y'all were not even worth the energy. That's including me. I'm probably one of somebody's dusty ex or somebody's ex that, that wasn't worth their fucking energy. I don't care. Um, but all your exes don't still love you. So some of y'all really be on your own head trying to gash y'all shit up because y'all really need to work on y'all um, thoughts of how you feel about yourself, honestly. Um, but y'all got some self-work. But all your exes is not still in love with you. All your exes don't want you back. Some of them really just want to be friends because y'all were friends before y'all had y'all relationship and they missed the friendship. That's it. They don't want nothing further. I know that's how it is with me with one of my exes. I don't want her back. I just want us to be cool because we were friends way before the relationship. But sometimes you also got to respect to us or with an ex that they may have somebody else in their life. Where they don't feel comfortable because you technically might be a threat to think that they're trying to take back what you once had. And if you making sure, if you showing ways like, yo, that's not even that type of time. And you even inviting the significant other to be a part of the interaction. That just means you're insecure. And that's your problem. Not mine. And we not going to put it on me. But that's your problem. That's between you and your relationship. And it might be something where your ex is not telling the person that their relationship is the true extent of how far y'all are in a relationship and how feelings might still be there on their end and not yours. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. So everybody moves how they want to move. All I say this is to say it's all in context. Fuck you. You're not missed, but you're dismissed. Some of y'all exes. And it's okay. It's all in the context. See where your exes fall. Are they an example? Are they an experience? Are they the exorcist? Are they an extension? Are they a full exit? Are they extraordinary? It's all up to you and what y'all, what you think and what y'all come to agreement on in y'all communication. I can only speak for me. Just be real. And that's all I got for y'all. So, hopefully you guys have some great dialogue. 
please let me know what y'all thoughts are. I think I'm gonna start doing this. So when I start having episodes, I might start having where some DMs for y'all to really give me some insight so I can take some of y'all thoughts and bring it to this podcast. I think I'm gonna start doing that. But even still with this one, let me know what y'all thoughts are. Hit the DMs, hit my messages. Let's have some conversations. So as I always say on air, let's keep it real. And remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. No apologies. You follow me. Peace and love from the man above. And I will see y'all next time. Too many missed calls, too many texts Damn, I wish I missed my ex